And we are live. You already know what it is. You are kicking it with your boy Stoddy right now. It feels so good to be talking to y'all, bro. It feels so good to be back. Uh, I appreciate everybody out there listening, no matter where you at. Yeah, and we're about to get into it. It's been a minute since I've been uh, on or whatever. Um, I recorded a couple of little stuff. You know, I got some shit cooking up or whatever. But it has been a minute since I've been on, and it definitely feels good to be back. Um, you know, it will be me soon. as soon as I go live. None of my shit want to load up. But, yeah, definitely got my drink poured. You already know what it is. Drinking two-stepping. Yeah, it's time to get with it. Uh, first of all, I just want to give a shout-out to all my day one listeners. Everybody just listen to my old shit, um, especially the uh, experience with my neighbors. Apparently, everybody's really gravitating towards that, I think, because my listeners be loving the bullshit because I'm stay on bullshit 24-7. So I think they just be loving that shit. So yeah, uh, shout out to y'all listening to that because it's stay in rotation apparently, bro. Like every time you look around, y'all playing this shit, and we we love that shit. Keep on listening. Listen to all the old shit. Period. Yeah, let's get on to it. You already know what I have back on. But yeah, so much is going on right now. So I'm gonna jump on in. I'm waiting on Mojo to get on, and we're gonna go ahead and get in the mix. I got a lot going on. Shout out to uh, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Shout out to Shaquille O'Neal. And, you know, I ain't even going to think I was going to be talking about him, but watching that clip that everybody, you know, so got, got everybody talking about his ass. So I definitely going to talk about the Shaquille O'Neal thing because I think if you're a black man, if you're in a relationship or have been in a relationship for a long period of time and you did some shit or some fucked up shit uh, to your significant other, uh, you definitely need to uh, listen to Shaquille O'Neal because he was definitely dropping gems. He was taking that a good old accountability. So we definitely gonna talk on uh, talk on that. But yeah, oh uh, yeah, a lot going on though. Uh, some of the shit that I was talking about yesterday on my podcast is just if you're working in the work world, bro, and you're dealing with a lot of microaggression, if you're the only person of color or black person or African American out, you know, in your work world, there's not that many of y'all. Um, Yo, I feel for you, for real, for real. It is not easy. It's motherfucking not easy out here uh, working in that environment. So I appreciate everybody that's doing that shit because it's not easy. Yo, I feel for y'all. What's up, Mojo? Shout out to Spotify Live. Uh, you can definitely listen. Uh, you can definitely listen live on Spotify, bro. Uh with us. Oh, there she go. Hey. Oh, Joe, was that you? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, uh, the first time I didn't know what the fuck was going on with the uh, thing, but what you doing, Mojo? How you been? I've been good. I've um, been missing your shows. Like, I'm, I'm glad I caught you tonight. Shut up. <laughs> I'm glad I caught you. <laughs> it ain't easy to catch me out here. I'm booked and busy out here. Yo, I do got a lot of stuff going on, and we got. Hey, she's booked too, though. She got a lot going on too. She's booked and busy too. But no, we definitely got to always find time to come on here and talk our shit, and you know, get get the shit off our chest and all that good stuff. But uh, I want to jump right on into it. Uh, I want to jump right on into it, though. The first thing I want to talk about uh, before you came on, we were talking about Shaquille O'Neal and that accountability thing. You feel me? That accountability that he had on that clip with Shawnee O'Neal, I don't know how you, I know you watched it, but I don't know how you felt, Mojo, but I appreciate Shaquille O'Neal uh, 
Cause that big dude was whack as fuck. He was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? You he was actually trying to like get him not to take accountability. I ain't gonna I don't know what he said work for words, I was gonna start drinking and you know what I'm saying? But Shaquille O'Neal said, No, nah, I, I wasn't the best person, man. I, I wasn't a good man. Da, 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 da. You know, I dogged her out. You know, he didn't say dog her out, but you know what I'm saying? Along them lines, he definitely dogged her ass the fuck out. Yes, he did. And it was just fucked up. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of fucked up, but I'm glad that he acknowledged it and it took a long time for him to publicly acknowledge that. Uh, so what you think about that, Mojo? I, I love it. I think that, you know, accountability is big. I think that, um, you know, Shawnee is going into a new path in her life because she's engaged. She's about to get married. And I think Shaq is probably realizing what a good woman he lost. And I think he's matured enough to know that it, you know, all of this brings healing to everybody. And, you know, he got kids that are grown in college and stuff like that. They're looking at having babies. You know, I'm sure he just want to be a good example. He set a good example for them. Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he said that uh, sometimes when you live that double life, you get caught up. I'm not going to say it was her. It was all me. He said he was he wasn't protecting her and he wasn't protecting those vows. And you know, Shawnee is a good lady, bro. Like she was really a really a, a really good woman. She was taking care. Like he, he, this is his words. Like she was taking care of the kids. You feel me? She was doing everything. He said uh, he was just being greedy. This is his words. He was just being greedy. He said he had the perfect situation. Wife was finer than a mug. Kept giving me babies. Still finer than a mug. I had it all. I don't make excuses. I know I messed up. He said, uh, they said, uh, Shaq added that Shawnee did everything she could to have a lasting marriage, including giving birth to their four beautiful children, taking care of their home and managing the corporate stuff. And managing the corporate stuff is managing that motherfucking money. Because you know these women know how to manage their money. And I bet you, hey, we already know he took a well in, uh, a L in his relationship, but he definitely probably took an L when it came to that money. You know, you know, she know how to dot that T and cross that I. Or the other way around, I've been drinking. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah. Shawnee, every, everybody knows that Shawnee was funneling money out of Shaq's <laughs> to establish her new life when she left him. Damn. No shit. So she had a good little cushion. Yeah, she did that. Let him have her out there looking stupid. Well, they said that she's engaged to a pastor, Keon Henderson. Uh, so I think that's interesting, too. That Shawnee's like, yo, you know, since she got her a pastor, she's living her best life. I wonder if she's going to have any more kids by him. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know when does she get It don't say when she met the pastor, but I think it's really interesting, though. So make sure that you hold on to the good shit, y'all. Fellas, y'all really, really, really need to listen to uh, what Shaquille O'Neal was talking about because he was really dropping gems. The shit, you know, after all the lights and screams, nothing but your dreams matter. That's what Tupac's, Tupac said all the time. Like, this shit's not no joke. You can go out here and fuck around and fuck all these hoes and do all this shit, but who gonna be, who gonna take care of home base? Who gonna make sure that you cool when it's all said and done? So I think he will, as he do that reflecting that he, and he see, and you know, they got kids. So, you know, I'm sure his kids are getting prepared for the wedding and shit and, you know, love the pastor. You know, the pastor blessing blessing them and stuff like that. Shaquille O'Neal, like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Shawnee got her on Russell. That was my yeah, that wife. was my wife. 
And, you know, and I bet it's crazy because she about to take vows. You know what I'm saying? He broke the vows and she about to, re- you know what I'm saying? She doing what she got to do, bro. And I think this is a good a good lesson for uh, everybody to learn. It's crazy. It is interesting. Shawnee O'Neal marrying the pastor and Megan Good walked away from hers. But we digress. <laughs> we digress on that one. But, uh, you know, I, yeah, I just want to speak on that. Shout out to Shaquille O'Neal just for taking accountability. Fuck what they say, Shaquille O'Neal. Fuck what that dude said. Because that dude was, like, really on some... Because you don't need friends like that. Like, who needs friends that's going to tell you not to take accountability? It's going to tell you, man, you were doing... You, you cool. You, like, he was really on some sucker shit. And it made him look even more corny. And I don't even know who that dude is, but it made him look corny as fuck. So shout out to uh, Shaquille O'Neal. She's like, nah, we ain't doing that. Yeah, but we're going to move on. on uh, we're going to move on from that <laughs> and talk about <laughs> the lawsuits. Hey, I think that timing is crazy, Mojo, is that uh, this TV show and shit came out and the Black China is suing the fuck out of Kim Kardashian and them and all the sisters. And why is all the sisters showing up in court, in court, in court with them? You got Courtney, uh, I mean, you got uh, Kylie, Chloe, and Kim, all short, and, and Chris, all in court, ready to put the SmackDown shit on uh, China's ass. So, what you think about that? Yeah, well, well, China's suing, um, um, she's suing Chloe for like $5 million. She's suing Kylie for like $30 million. And then she's suing Kim and, and, and Chris. So the whole oh, she's separately suing all of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the total is like she's suing all of them for like three hundred million dollars. Oh, was it three hundred? Because you know I'm looking at this E News report. It came out April twentieth, so it might have been more now. But they saying that's a hundred a hundred million in damages. But I'm like, damn, and it's all over a fucking reality show. So Black China thinks she really about to get some money over a fucking reality show that she was like. Well, her her. Her, her reality show was um robbing was china and rob and it was the, when it came out it was the number one reality show on e beating mm. out the kardashians no shit yeah and then kim i mean not kim but uh then chris you know the momager you know she the queen bee she's the one who told the e executives that she wanted them to cancel the show mm. And that's why China's suing her because she's like, you lost, I lost out on millions of dollars that I could have made. Mm. Yeah, she and should be suing Ryan, Ryan Seacrest too, then because if Ryan Seacrest, because ain't he running E News damn near too? Ain't he, ain't he heavily involved? Because I've seen his name on the on the on the credits and production credits and shit. So ain't he? She, she should be suing his ass. He he must be next. Ryan Seacrest, your four eleven, your four foot four ass is next. You next. You're definitely next. No, but uh, do you think that she got a case though? Like, like, like clearly she got a case because this shit is going to fucking trial. Like, I was like, this is this really that big that it's like going to trial? Like, we taking this shit to trial for real? Like, just back to the ninety, take this shit to trial. Like, this is what we doing? She said, "Yeah." Um, on on Friday, on Friday, um, was Good Friday. So mm, they were mm, supposed mm. to go to court, and because they couldn't make it to court, or, or because it was Good Friday, they canceled court, and the Kardashians offered to settle with um, China at that time. But she uh, she was like, nah, we, we taking this all the way. Oh, so they were trying to settle with her because they know that they, they, they got a case, that she got a case for real. 
Because I, I watch enough court uh, court TV uh, dramas and shit. That if you want to sell, that means they got some shit on you that they don't want to get out. So that's even more fascinating. Black China, you know, saying she she famous. You know, for those of you that don't know, Black China is the rapper Tiger's baby mama. Uh, but she was really heavily linked uh, to the Kardashians, and she's linked to Nicki Minaj because you know Nicki Minaj is rap about Black China. You know what I'm saying? So it, it is interesting. <laughs> All of it is very very interesting to me with the Black China thing, uh, Mojo. All of it is real real scandalous and shit. I know I hear your phone beeping and shit. We we see you popping out here. <laughs> hey, she, oh, hey, the shit. Even when she's off, she's on. <laughs> you feel me? Most definitely. Yeah, I, I just uh just got my 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 signs just you know my yard signs. Mm-hmm. I just, I just <laughs> like, uh, what they look like. The motherfucking yard signs, you know, because she's a realtor. She's like one of the, she's about to be the she is the top realtor on the fucking coast. <laughs> are you are you crazy? If you in Savannah, Georgia, you most definitely need to fuck with Monica. Because Monica wears so many hats, though. Shout out to Monica. She getting her Chris Jenner on. Shut the fuck up. Hear me? <laughs> she on that shit. It ain't nothing she can't do. On everything a mogul. We all on here trying to make it. Uh, and then China said, I'm taking these bitches straight to the cleaners. I'm going to rain these bitches out one by one. When I get done with, with Chris Jenner, she going to look like the fucking crib keeper. <laughs> hey, so I was looking at, I was watching this other, um, this other uh, YouTuber, whatever, talking about the court case, or whatever, and they were saying how, um, in emails, Chris Jenner was calling China like ghetto, and she was yeah, yeah, and stuff like that, and they were like, how, what, are, what is she talking about? Did she look at her own children, all of them single mothers? All, <laughs> mm, all no, oh, speak on it. All of them like. Uh, deal in sex. Chloe's an alcoholic. Kim has a porn <laughs> She let her Damn. underage daughter date a adult rapper. Oh she man! Swear to God, most family there is. But I got the because they think that it's gonna be easy to try to paint the black woman as this ghetto person. But bitch, you you hoes is the most ghetto and the most ratchet, and you get to see it so much on the Kardashian show. You feel me on the new one? You've seen the shit in the tomfoolery <coughs> anyway, you know what I'm saying, on the shit on E, but you really get to see uh, the, the ghetto shit. You get to see how they really demasculize the black man because Tristan Thompson on there looking like the, the professional ass kisser, the Chloe Crip Keeper hand having ass. You hear me? This literally got them Lord of the Ring hands. Like, yeah. You feel me? Imagine that shit. Like, it, it, shit just, yeah. But I, you know, it, 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 uh, whoever that YouTuber is is absolutely correct. Uh, absolutely correct. All y'all say, and the fact that Kim Kardashian uh, is is, I don't know though. I don't know. I think Kim Kardashian. We all over the place with this one. We're gonna get back to the lawsuit anyway. But we might as well talk about that because I, I I've been I watched the first episode of the of the uh, Kardashian shit on Hula. You know what I'm saying? And I got to see. Hey, Kim got an ugly ass cry. Her face she makes, they, be, they should try to edit that shit. She be looking so ugly when she cry, bro. But we all do. But I'm like, the Roblox, the Roblox. The shit, hey, I was cracking up, though. Kim, damn it. They always catch you with your, hey, the shit was bad. But. Hey, but I think, I think it's probably all the Botox. No, man, definitely. <laughs> Half her face is paralyzed. <laughs> 
paralyzed with paralyzed and sterilized and shit. Hey, uh, Kylie too. Kylie ain't even thirty, and she looked like she's forty-five years old. She looked like a muppet. I said, "Damn, they for bro, Lily. What is going on with these bitches? Hey, what's going on with these bitches? Then you got Courtney. She, hey, she's licking and licking and sucking all on uh Travis ass on camera. Yeah, and he looked like a fucking burnout. You hear me? He looked like he done emptied all the bottles in the motherfucking liquor cabinet and snorted a whole line. I'm like, what? What is going on right here? But I, you know, I fuck with Chloe though. You know, I'm not Chloe. I don't fuck with Chloe. I fuck with Courtney. Courtney don't like none of her sisters, really, though. I'm trying to tell you. She don't, she don't like none of them bitches. Every single time something's going on with them, hey, when they cut the Chloe, she is unbothered. She don't give a fuck about the most. It was just like it was just like a while back when the, uh, it was a while back when they had the TV show on E and the paparazzi had caught uh called Kim with her cellulite or whatever. She was in a bikini, but they was all celebrating Courtney's birthday. Hey, Courtney was turning up while Kim was miserable. And the, the more miserable Kim was, the more turned up Courtney was. And you, and you start to see that's exactly how it is in real life. But that's why I like Courtney, because you got to, because motherfuckers be trying to make it, you know, when you see people that's super narcissistic like Kim is and shit like that, that shit start to really affect you, though. She's like, I'm sick of you bitches. It's always about you hoes. It's about now. Now it's about a burnout boyfriend. Uh, you know, not, and it's good TV. But I will say this: before I watched, because you know, I, you know, for the record, I haven't watched the Kardashians at all in years and shit. That's just shit I remember when I was little. That's how long the shit been on. I was younger. And bitches is old. He's an old But yeah, as much as you see Pete Davidson and her and the Pete Davidson love and Kanye West cutting off Julie or whatever, as soon as the shit hit the fan with that sex tape and the roadblocks and the ugly cry. She was calling and wanted to Kanye like it was her daddy. You feel me? And that's how you knew that what they were saying about Kanye really being the one that, like, without Kanye, Kim will be nothing is absolute facts. You hear me? That shit is absolute facts. And you get to see it. And I know that. I know it's hard not to even, I know it's hard to even edit that out. You know Kim need Kanye for emotional support, fashion support. That bitch been, that nigga been picking out her, her, her clothes in the closet since he known her. Like she literally, he made her who she is, and it's bad. He made her, and it's bad to see, see it. It's crazy that your mom, like Chris, you know, when you know when she was going through that stuff, Chris, you know, Chris can't never, you know, cry. Chris ain't crying with her daughter. You ain't, you ain't about to see Chris on the floor fucking up her Gucci pants or whatever, trying to cry with these bitches. <laughs> she ain't never the one. You know, so it, it's, it's just interesting watching this, bro. Like it's just inter- interesting watching them all. All of this shit is they complete clowns to me. They complete clowns to me. And I'm glad that Kanye West is kind of separating himself from these motherfuckers. And I hope he can still keep his dignity and integrity intact, you know, with the separation. But I hope Black China takes these bitches to the queen of money. Right. I, 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 and, it, and I think it could be the the time that they get together. Really? You think it's time for them to pay for the shit that they done did? Yeah. And I think and Kanye even spoke it into existence because he said, you know, after me, you're going to fall off. You're going to fall off. What What do you have to talk about? So I think that she's in competition with Kim Kardashian. She's in competition with Kourtney Kardashian. That's mm. why now that Kourtney has her new, you know, uh, burnout boyfriend, Travis Barker, Kim had to run and get her up. A burnout boy, white boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that ain't That's for the streets. They said Pete Davidson just slept with everybody. So I'm like, damn. 
you been it didn't like she should have she would have been better getting here getting her one of the motherfucking lawyers or some you know you know one of them people than her to get somebody like you know some famous person that just shows you how desperate she is to stay relevant that you will link yourself to anybody now you're going back to your Reggie Bush days and the Chris Chris Humphrey whatever the fuck his name is you hear me like literally with all think I don't think too many black dudes is gonna want him after this but they might man they might. They might, but I don't like how they like uh, how they got Tristan looking either, though. You said what? And then, yeah, and then um, her fashion ain't been on point since Kanye stopped messing with her. She she out here looking crazy. I mean, she been wearing that same one outfit over and over again in different colors. <laughs> I'm like, crazy out here. <sighs> but anyway, yeah, I think their relevancy. Is, is dwindling, and I think that this whole um, Black China thing is really going to set it off. When we really find out how they feel, especially about a black woman, Black China, with, with those emails they got leaked, I think it's going to make a big difference on their popularity. Because it's black women who love them, black women who made them popular, black women is who they emulate. Speak on and it. And especially Black China, she's the number one person. That Kylie Jenner was trying to be like so that she could get Tiger. So, yeah. So yeah, I that's crazy. This is going to contribute to the downfall of Kylie. I agree. I agree. And I agree. And uh, I'm hoping that we can see the downfall. I hope that Kanye West come um, victorious. And uh, speaking of Kanye West, you know, I've been waiting to talk to, uh, about Kanye West with you, Mojo, because, you know, it really has been getting hard to get to Mojo because she has been busy, and I'm so proud of her. But I'm so, hey, aside from all the bullshit with the car trashings, I'm really, which was my word first, I started the car trashings, but telling you, Kanye West is indeed a genius. I want to throw that out there just in case anybody got anything to say. I know that, you know, some of the stuff that the media be trying to make him look like he's crazy, but the man really is a genius out here, and I think that he should be known as that because I think that just watching that documentary make you look at Kanye West a whole entire different way. Just for me, though, like literally, it does make you look at him a whole different way. Whatever you thought you knew about that man is crazy. It make you kind of feel sorry for him a little bit, and I don't mean it, you know, I don't, want, I don't want it to be like a pity thing, but I know that it's fucked up losing your mom. I never lost my mom, and she was his biggest fan, the biggest cheerleader, the biggest person that understood him. And it was such a blow seeing that lady, uh, you know what I'm saying, pass. And I just know that I felt like I, I felt like he didn't get the grieve. He probably did. But damn, that documentary was so good. It inspired me so much. Like, it really did, bro. So I really appreciate uh, Kanye West, uh, that whole documentary. And shout out to the uh, shout out to J.I.V. and Cootie, too, like the dudes uh, that uh, was filming it. You hear me? You know, producing and shit like that shit is dope. What you think about the uh, the Kanye West thing since we since we here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, I I really wasn't. I was a surface level Kanye West fan um, until I watched Genius, and that made me appreciate him more. I had to then start actually going and, and listening to his catalog of music and really seeing the diversity in his catalog. Yeah, I agree. He's a genius. I mean, I'm not a fan of his clothing line, but I think um, after finding out what he did for Kim's fashion, after what I what I found out he's done for the whole Kardashian and rebranding them, he mm-hmm. did. He yeah, did he did. Before 
those sluts in Hollywood. And he actually Speak. branded them and created the Kardashians who know the game. So made, made the media, made the industry, made the grimy industry respect them. You hear me? That was even more crazy. Yeah. Made them the it family, the it people. He literally did that single handedly. Literally, them hoes really was nobody. You're, what'd you say? Yeah, he did that single handedly. And that's why she's so scared. My bad, go ahead. I'm pouring me another glass, y'all. It's about to get interesting. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so I think that um, I think that once they took, and even Kim said this, once she, you know, she's had the best of everything, the most opulence of everything, because Kanye is always on his, you know, I want the best of, of everything, whatever we're doing, the best food, the best, the best alcohol, the best clothes, I want the best, the best. And she's exactly. like, once she got that, and she's had, she's been places that she never thought she would be. She's like, oh, now I want a fruitful life. Well, you didn't marry that kind of guy. Mm. And that's not, that's not where this, this thing is going. So, um, and I think now she feels like she's to a level where she could sustain herself on her own. But she can't. She never could. It was Kanye floating that balloon. So I think, um, she, she thinks that she can, uh, she, she and the family think they can now discard this black man and move on. And um, I think that's going to be a hard lesson. That Interesting. So do you think, uh, do you think Chris Jenner is prepared for that too? Do you think that she had thought that far ahead? Because watching the show, because watching, watching the show, uh, it's like, damn, Chris Jenner. Remember, I was telling Chris Jenner, she know everything that all them kids is doing when it comes to business. I wonder if she's ready for that shit to crumble or even prepare for that. You said she hasn't. No, I don't think so. I think look at the carnage of men that they leave in their week. You know, when we first met the Kardashians, you know, they had their brother Robert. Look at him. They had uh, Bruce Jenner. Look at him. They had mm. Lamar Odom. Look at him. They had, uh, well, they still got Scott Disick, Disick, but look how they dragging him. <laughs> and then now Man. they have Corey, Corey Gamble. We don't hear him. He don't even talk. And, um, and, and then they had Kanye West. And they tr- tried their best, and they were trying their best to make him look like he was an insane person. And they were trying to destroy him but then all of a sudden he stopped dealing with it he stopped raging in the media he, stopped, he left it alone yeah and when he left it alone nobody else cared facts so true it's so true that tells you the power of Kanye West that's true so what do you think about they, what do you think about his kids because watching the kids uh on the show I see Kanye West. I think that, remember I was telling you, I don't think that they're going to be the type of kids that Courtney's ass got. You feel me? Courtney, you know, since she's timid, you know, her kids run all over. Well, I think, they're, I, think they're going to, I think they are going to be like that. I think they are going to run over Kim. But I think, they, I think Kanye's kids is completely different from Courtney's kids is what I'm saying. Like, completely different. I just, you know, they're, they're going to be, they're young geniuses like their dad. Um, so, yeah. What do you think about that? Well, 
I mean, I think that um, kids, kids are being raised. These kids are being raised. So they're being raised by their uh, Kardashian mother. And I think that influence will out, unless Kanye really steps in to make, make himself a part of their life, I think, of, of course, eventually they're just going to succumb to the raising and the nurturing of their mother and that side of the family. So I think, uh, you know, what we see now, you know, in five, ten years, they can completely erase, and then they just become the next generation of Kardashians. Interesting. Uh, do you think that they're going to be affected by the sex tape? Because that's what they're trying to center the shit around, is the sex tape. You know, they're trying to say that, you know, there's more there's more footage of Ray J giving her back shots and teabagging her and all the shit that we've seen and shit like that. Uh, is more stuff like that. I don't even know why she's tripping like that, but do you think that the sex tape is going to play a part in her downfall like it is too? Because, you know, she's known to be a slut-faced slut bag, right? So, so you know, what do you think? That's why I say I don't think Kanye's kids is going to be like, I, I don't know. I think I think it's about to be murky waters with that one, but, uh, you know, it, it's interesting. Go ahead. That's just some fluff for them to sell. Kanye West already told us that he already went and got that um the laptop from Ray J, and that that's that's a done deal. That's dead. They actually brought that to their reality show because they got nothing else to talk about. Nobody cares about Kim Kardashian's sex sex tape. She made that years ago. We've already seen it, Kim. We don't care. The fact that they bring it out. Oh, they got different scenes of her. It doesn't, we don't care. Nobody cares. And her kids. I still want to see it. Go ahead. I, I think her kids. Uh, I don't. I don't think that's really going to affect her kids until they get like in middle school. I, I don't even think it's going to affect her kids. The Kardashian name at this point and brand at this point is so far beyond her having a sex tape. That's how she. Or that's how she hit the, the streets with that sex tape. But I don't think it's going to. Uh, Move forward with her. I think the fact that they even bringing that all back up right now is a ploy just to get people reinterested in Kim Kardashian. I think All right, we about to. Uh, I, I believe you. I, I agree. I said I believe you. I agree with you, but I want to switch gears. What do you think about? Uh, damn, I said I want to switch gears and didn't know what gear I want to fucking go to. It's the liquor kicking in. Most definitely, I definitely want to switch gears. I didn't know which way I want to go with it though. Hold on. No, but I agree, though. I agree. But I hope, like I said, Black China, take the motherfuckers to the cleaners. I know you got that Nicki Minaj lawyer money. Did you see the video of the lawyer and Black China struck out that motherfucking courtroom and they pointing at the camera and shit like, bitch, you next. You hear me? I was cracking. Bro, I was rolling. I said, hell no. I'm lo- I was loving that shit. It was, it was, it was hilarious. Uh, that was funny, man. Damn. I didn't know what other direction I was about to go to. I promise. Soon as I start drinking and hit the uh hit the beezy, it all it all left me. I swear to God, it did. It did all leave me. But what else do we want to talk about? It was some other shit I want to get off my mind. Oh, uh, uh, uh. Damn, it was it was uh it was something. Else. Anyway, I'm gonna go on a little. I'm gonna go to Monique thing. Monique uh gets the apology from Lee motherfucking Scamuels. Lee Scamuels finally apologizes to Monique. What do you think about that? Because, hey, for those of you who don't know, Oprah, Tyler Perry, and Lee fucking Scandals ain't shit. 
They dog Monique out. You know, I'm on Monique's side. I'm picking it for Monique and all that. You feel me? They dog Monique out, Monica, for real, for real. And if you don't know, Oprah kind of, uh, I don't know if it started with Oprah, if it started with Lee Daniels, but Oprah did some foul shit when it came with trying to, uh, when, uh, when her family was trying to get on that TV, uh, get on her talk show, and she called Monique, and Monique said, no, nah, I don't want my people on that talk show. Even though Kaya said that uh, they didn't want them to blast her or whatever. But yeah, don't nobody want their family on motherfucking TV telling their motherfucking business? You hear me? Who wants that? And, and Oprah, Oprah said, no, nah, I ain't going to do you like that. I ain't going to do you like that. I just want to let you know that's what they was doing. Monique hung up that phone. She was like, cool, no problem. The bitch ain't going to do me in. That bitch turned on uh, uh, NBC. And sure enough, Oprah did her motherfucking ass again. For real. She seen her mama, her daddy. She said her daddy was visibly and obviously drunk. It was horrible. You think uh, Monique, uh, do you think Oprah apologized to Monique? Told her fuck you or anything? No, she contributed to the black ball, and uh, you know, and, and it's crazy because a lot of actresses, uh, uh, one actress just said that it only takes one one producer or one person to say that you're difficult to work with, and you will be blackballed. Damn near. It only takes it don't take two. It, it only take one big Hollywood exec to say, damn, so and so was hard to work with. <clears throat> you probably don't want to work with her. And that shit gonna spread like wildfire. And, and and Monique knew that. They knew that shit. But what's crazy is that people are saying that stuff now. You hear people saying that somebody just said they was blackballed. Bro, you might be drinking about Somebody just said that they was blackballed. But everybody the, the, the latest blackball is uh, uh is Will Smith. But yeah, Monique was going through that shit and no one stood up for her for years. Her story never changed for years, bro. And they, they they was literally gaslighting her for real. And then all of a sudden now it's all good. It's all good. It's all good now. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm still on Monique's side, but I want to know how much it fucking costs. Did they pay you good? I just hope they paid her good. That's all I'm hoping, for real. I just hope they paid her good. What do you think, Monique? What I heard was that um, it was 50 Cent who got this whole thing rolling. Because like you said, Monique has never changed her story. She's always maintained that she did nothing wrong, that they was a bunch of... They, was, they did her bad. They did her wrong. And it was supposed to be her friend, and it's supposed to be Black Excellence, Black Hollywood. Well, they did Black Women. Yes, they did. And all she wanted was an apology and for them to publicly say that she did nothing wrong and they refused to do it. She, we heard Tyler Perry on the phone, which she recorded his phone conversation, where he was saying that she did nothing wrong and he never publicly came out and said it himself. I'm a supporter of Monique, I always was. Um, and I think when 50 Cent was like, time up for that band on Monique. I'm about to put Monique back on, so y'all better come around and do what's right by Monique, because Monique about to be popping again. And that's when we then popped up apologizing. I want to talk about DJ Envy next. It just came back to me. The, the, the shit that... Uh, the shit that's breaking the internet right now, what DJ Envy wife said. But uh, yeah, we're going to get back to the Monique thing. But yeah, that is uh, that is exactly what happened. But I, I, I'm glad that Monique was able to sustain the black ball. And I just hope that she delivers a stellar performance, I guess. You hear me? Because they said that Octavia Spencer pulled out and 
all this shit, and she about to be on the you know on the top. And I know that she is a good actress. Like you already know, Monique is a good actress, like for real. And Monique was trying to do that shit on her own. She came out with that movie Blackbird, and it was good. It had Don on it. Like it, it was a cool little writing on it. Cause I follow Monique for real. I like Monique. I follow her, and I really wanted. I want her to win. Like when she say, "I love us for real," I believe her ass. I know you love us for real. I believe her for real. And I just that's why I'm that's why I'm disappointed in Oprah. And I'm dis you know I don't expect shit from Tyler Perry's motherfucking ass. I don't expect nothing from him. But uh, yeah, Lee Scammy, you don't expect nothing from him either. But uh, yeah, we we rooting for you. We love you, Monique. Uh, yeah, and all that good shit. So yeah, moving on to uh, yo, it's been a long time coming. Uh, doing this uh podcast with Mojo and it feels so good. Shout out to uh Cam that's in the uh in the chat with us. Appreciate you. Feel free to call in whenever you know. Yeah, comment. Appreciate everybody in here. When I say everybody, I mean just Cam. Can't even stop. Yeah, but anyway, but yeah, I want to move on to the DJ Envy thing. Uh, DJ Envy in the, uh, I ain't even really really watch the shit because the Twitter shit. Uh, if you don't know, just go to Twitter and type in DJ Envy because his wife has been on this hobo tour. I got that. Had been on this tour. And was talking about uh, how she has been faking an orgasm for 10 years. Whew. Lord have mercy, bro. I was like, damn. And there, you know, those of you that don't know, uh, DJ Envy is, uh, you know, DJ, you know what I'm saying? He already cheated on. Hey, I just found out that DJ Envy cheated on his wife, which, hey, don't get me wrong. The wife, hey, did you watch the, you ain't watched, Mojo, watch the wife. Watch the wife uh, Breakfast Club interview because literally I didn't think that I was going to like the wife because I found out about her faking the orgasm for 10 years and then she did an interview with the Breakfast Club. I don't know if she was trying to neutralize and she was trying to, you know what I'm saying, trying to neutralize some of the shit. But yeah, she was uh, she's a very well-spoken uh, young lady and uh, she was literally uh, embarrassing DJ Envy the whole entire interview in my opinion. But for her to, for her to say that she was faking the orgasm Anywhere publicly is is fucking embarrassing. Like, damn. Like, this is exactly why he was cheating on your ass. Right? Because if you're faking an orgasm for 10 years, the fuck is going on? But guess who he was cheating with, though, bro? Oh, tooting and... Hey, oh, yeah, oh, tooting and booting coked out Erica Mena. Because you know that bitch could definitely keep up. She stay up for days and days and hours and hours. Mooney love, most definitely. It was, yo, so I think that's really interesting that she would do that to that man. And then you want to know. And then everybody is lighting the wife up too because I want you to watch the, uh, the Breakfast Club interview because she said that if her grandmother was still alive, her grandmother would have told her, you know, she would have never took DJ Envy back after she cheated, after he cheated on her with Eric uh, Mena. And I think that's really interesting. Everybody was lighting her up because she said that her grandmother wouldn't have, she didn't say her grandmother wouldn't have allowed it, but basically she was saying her grandmother would have never. No, her, not her grandmother, her mom. Was it her mom or her grandmother? It was one of them. One of the women in her life, if they were still alive, they would have never allowed her to stay with DJ Envy after he uh, publicly cheated on her and embarrassed her like that. But I'm telling you for a fact, she got his ass back with the uh, with the, the orgasm thing and with going on the Breakfast Club and uh, and saying the shit that she was saying. She was really embarrassing him. Because, hey, DJ Envy was playing with a, with a, with, a, with some chapstick the whole time, the whole 45 minutes. You know, anytime you talk about cheating and lies and divorce and shit, that motherfucker was quiet as a mouse, Mojo. You hear me? On anything. Quiet as a mouse. I said, damn. 
this month is he even here? Because usually it's Angela, Angela Yee who get faded the fuck out to the black. <laughs> usually, usually it's her. But DJ Envy, he didn't have nothing to say. But no words. But I thought it was interesting. I like this lady for some reason, even though she did fake the orgasm. And that's on him. If you didn't know your wife was faking the orgasm for 10 years, you deserve to get your ass. You, know, you deserve to get embarrassed like this. But she deserved to get cheated on then because that shit was kind of fucked up. You keep it to yourself. Tell your homegirl. You don't tell the fucking world. But she, she, you, damn, yeah. shit. Exactly. Do you love me or nah? Like sheesh. So yeah, you know, all that was a yikes on the bike type of moment. But uh, but uh, yeah, um, and you know, we gonna keep on uh, we gonna keep on rolling with this Kardashian shit because I'm gonna watch the next episode because I think the bitches I think the bitches that broke the uh, broke the Hulu because I was trying to watch the uh, the second episode before we did this and I couldn't watch it. But uh, yeah, I definitely gonna uh, we gonna toss some shit on this. Cause it's you know it's good it's good for me to talk my shit. It feels good to be tipsy uh, on one of my shows, and I still kind of sound <laughs> intact. <laughs> so so we win it, we win it. Uh, but yo, I appreciate you uh, uh, getting on here with me. I appreciate everybody uh, listening. Ah, thank you. Thank you no, do you, is there anything else you want to get off your chest? Because uh, that's what this shit is always called. Like let's get this shit off the chest. But uh, you are kicking me with Stadi and Mojo. But I want to say uh, also again, like. You know, shout out to Mojo. Shout out to your success with your realtor shit. Like you are really, really about to blow up and become this like, like mogul, like for real, for real. But I also want to do something. I, I want to say something else before I even try to close. Uh, I was watching something. What the fuck was I watching last night? Oh, I was watching the Breakfast Club interview. The the wife said that when it, when we talking about cheating. We talk about an integrity issue. And don't forget, when you're cheating on somebody, when you start making commitments and promises, you need to keep that shit. Because if you don't, it shows a lot on your, you know, on your character. And it shows, on, shows a lot about how much integrity you got. So she, you know, so and Iyana said it first. That was the first, first woman that I heard somebody say that, like, literally, when we talk about a man cheating on a woman or a woman or somebody cheating on whoever, we're talking about an integrity issue that you have. You feel me? That means you can't keep promises. That means that you're not a man or a woman of your word. And everybody know word is bond. And if you and once your word is known not to be shit, then you ain't shit either. You feel me? So don't forget that. You feel me? Cheating is an integrity thing. Yeah, it says a lot about promises and shit like that. Don't forget. But uh, yeah. What you think about that, Mojo? That was a word, wasn't it? Yeah, that, that's an excellent point. Yeah, so you know, be careful out here. And literally, just like uh, just like DJ Envy's wife said, I think her name was Gaia or Gia. Just like she said, like if you feel like you can't be in a relationship or you don't want to be in a relationship, don't make them promises. I rather, you know, she said she rather you break up with a motherfucker. Like she said, she told her son, like break up with that girl. Don't lie on that girl. Don't don't lie to that girl and cheat on that girl. Break up with her and get you somebody else. And if you don't want to be with her, break up with her ass. Like, don't leave nobody on. Don't make no promises that you don't intend to keep. Because it's all about an integrity thing. And don't even, let's not even, let's take the relationship part out of it and just, like, talk about just in general. You feel me? Like, literally, have some integrity about yourself. Be a man or a woman of your word. If you're going to do some shit, say you're going to do that shit. Like, literally, I told y'all, bro, when we on this show, we talk about it all, bro. Like, literally, if you listen to the last two or three uh, episodes that I've been doing, I've been on one. I've been on one in a good way when it comes to 
this delivery shit. And when I start sipping this shit on everything, this shit just starts flowing on everything. I swear to God. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I appreciate everybody listening. Go ahead. Then the Bible tells us. Let your no mean no and your yes mean yes. So it's, it's that simple. You don't have to lead people on. You don't have. The, the greatest thing you can do is give somebody a choice. And speak on that. People, people's choice may be the, the side you're on. So just give people choice. Let people know what's going on. And let them make the decision on how they want to lead their life. Don't be the person Damn. that, yeah, that, don't be the person that destroys people's lives. It's terrible. It's Absolutely. No, it ain't necessary. When you got free will, and, and, and if you love that person enough, and you if you love that person like you say you do it, you would want to, you know what I'm saying, do that. You would want to, to, to always take care of them and always make sure they're cool, because this is what you said you was going to do. Like, do what the fuck you say you're going to do, basically. Like, literally. And if you ain't gonna do it, get off the fucking pot. Straight up. Like don't you know what I'm saying? For real. We grown out here. And don't be grown playing kid games. Cause don't nobody got time for that shit. But yeah, this was a good uh this was a good podcast, yo. So I appreciate everybody listening. Mojo, oh I love you so much. Oh, Cam, uh Cam said uh uh to you to believe in once a cheater. Oh, she asking uh do we believe that once a cheater, always a cheater? Hmm. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Go ahead, Mojo. I think my my first my first mind tells me when you want to know when you want to know the future or want to know what's going on, study the past. Oh, all right. Study the past. What she said. You want to know the future? Study the past. Okay. You got any more insight on that though? Like, you know, anything else you want to add? Because it's kind of vague. That's like a cliche. What else? No, I'm just saying. If you want to know what's going on with a person or what kind of person it is, study their past. What have they done in the past? So, I mean, once a cheater, always a cheater. I, I would say yes. It would take something monumental and a monumental shift in that person for them to change their ways hmm. and, and, and do something else. So, if you don't have that money to change, you know, they're not going to change your life. They're going to be eventually revert back to what they're Interesting. Well, I believe that maybe not once a cheater, always a cheater, but don't be fooled again, goddammit. You're going to be looking like a fool twice. My bad, I'm eating. But no, like people can't change, and people can like you know go up and and all that stuff. But yeah, like I, I think that them take some time, and that shit is gonna be a minute because you know, saying it depends if that person holds grudges. So I don't know. I don't know about that one, but I ain't gonna say once a cheater, always a cheater. Because if you love something so much, and then once you don't have it no more, it might make you want to change how you deal with the next. So if you was a cheater and you did cheat in the last relationship and it was devastating for you to lose that person that you cheated on, because, you know, the shit do be deeper than sex. Like, literally, he swear didn't ask how deep your love is for nothing. It wasn't just talking about no sex, like, for real. So if it was, 
if it was like that and you lost that and you don't want to go through that no more and you'll probably get into your next relationship and make sure that you cherish that, then nah, not once a cheater, always a cheater. So I think it depends on perspective. So yeah, that's the answer to your question. But yeah, that could be a uh, that could be a topic for another day because I'm about to eat my food if you ain't already heard. But we'll be back here tomorrow. Uh, if you stay tuned, not tomorrow. Uh, no, we won't be back here tomorrow. We'll be back here on uh, Saturday. We're gonna do a, we're gonna do our Zoom shit on Saturday. So anybody can uh, can call in on the Zoom shit. You know, Sinop, uh throw that link out on my Twitter. Make sure you go follow the Twitter. Keep up. I'll just be talking shit anyway. It ain't like I be keeping up too much too uh, too much updates. But I definitely let y'all know when I'm going live and stuff. So yeah, just keep what they say. Keep it locked. Keep it glued. Keep listening. Listen to the old shit. Um, if you're a new listener, listen to the old shit. Because as I said in the beginning, everybody been listening to my old shit. I'm not even trying to plug my old shit. People been listening to the old shit. And then I kind of be embarrassed because that's when that was that was in our beginning stages. You feel me? We kind of came a long way in this. So, yeah. But listen to that shit. You know, I ain't scared of the growth. You know what I'm saying? It didn't kill me. You know what I'm saying? It contributed to the growth. So, yeah. Listen to that shit. We appreciate everybody listening. I'm about to get out here. I love everybody. Be a light out here. Shine your light. Be bright. And uh, yeah, everything gonna be good, Mojo. I love you. Thank you for always holding it down. <laughs> and we'll be back. Deuce, deuce. Come on. It's your boy, Stadi. Kicking it weird. It's Stadi.